And I think the Illuminati hacked my phone. You think the Illuminati hacked your phone? Okay. It makes okay. sense. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. Oh, I don't. Let me think. How are you? How am I right now? Very right now. Yeah, very like how tired. are you feeling? Very tired. Oh. Very... Uh, coming out of this mental health institution, they just fed me with medication. They was injecting me up. I lost yeah. half my memory. Like I've oh, got really? home, and most of my stuff is gone. That's a bit weird to take your stuff. No, I feel like I'm your older sister. Like I just don't want you to get into any more trouble. Like I want you to win. Hi guys, welcome to the Esther Show. It's your girl Esther, the Nigerian queen. And guys, I'm with someone today. In fact, do you know what? I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Let him introduce himself. Hello world. So one and only Mizzy here. Commonly known on the internet as Mizzy or TikTok Terror or as Bakari. Terror. <laughs> as Bakari, as Mizzy, as a TikTok Terror. Three things. Okay, we're going to get into that actually, you know. Right, so Mizzy, thanks for coming. It's all right, it's all right. Do you know what? I'm actually so excited for this because I feel like I've seen you on the TL and it's been mixed emotions. Mm. <laughs> so it's nice to just have you here and have a chat with you. But first of all, I need to know, how are you? How am I right now? Very right now. Yeah, very like how tired. are you feeling? I'm very tired. I've been very busy. Uh, very, very busy. Like, obviously, recently I've been getting a lot more sleep than I used to get. But I've just got so much things I need to work on, so much things I need to update because literally my mind's been so clear now ever since I stopped smoking. So now I've just seen everything for what it is. So now I can actually work properly because I've been doing social media for a long time. So. Oh, it's just okay. now about connecting the dots together. Okay, so mentally, are you okay to do this interview? Do you feel fit? Yeah. And the the police is it? Well, I don't know who it is. Well, it's the, the police. It's the it's the system. The system. The, the system. matrix. The matrix. <laughs> Have they cleared you to be able to do interviews and all that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Right. So as we all know, you were obviously sectioned under the Mental Health Act, Section 2, is it? Yeah. Listen, a lot of people, like this was a shock. When like you did a video and you were like, guys, I've been sectioned, everyone was like, what? <laughs> so that's literally what I need to ask you. What happened? How did it happen? Oh, it's a long, it's a long story, you know. This is a very long story, like. Just like a short version. Because I know I've seen some of your interviews. When you go, you yeah. do go. <laughs> Essentially, I had a psychotic break. Okay. I had a psychotic episode and I, like, I was hallucinating. I just couldn't see things where it was. Like, my reality was so warped and altered by people around me that I couldn't focus on facts, basically. Like, mm. even right now, like, my head has just been so eluded now that coming out of this mental health institution, they just fed me with medication. They was injecting me up. I lost yeah. half my memory. Like I've oh, got really? home and most of my stuff is gone. Like the, the police raided my house. They took bare stuff out for what? no reason. Oh God. And yesterday I only realized it. I only realized it yesterday. I've, come, I've been back for two weeks now, but I've only realized it yesterday. Like I was like, something's they off. They your stuff. Something's off, something's very off. That's a bit weird to take your stuff. They took all, basically all my shoes. I only got two pairs of shoes left. So they didn't clear this with you? No, they didn't tell That's me. That's crazy. And they must have, I think I got doxxed in it. Someone leaked my address, and but they called the police as well, saying that like a bomb threat or something in my house. I don't, I don't know what my mum said exactly, but she was telling me that they came looking for me, even though I was still sectioned. Okay, was this recently? 
No, this was whilst I was sectioned. Oh, whilst you were sectioned. Like, this was like a couple of days after I got sectioned. Police have raided the house. They just had a black bag and they put all my clothes in there. Like, all of my clothes. I have no clothes, basically. So you no you live shoes. with your mum now, don't you? Yeah. So does your mum know about your clothes and stuff? I asked my mom and she's like, she's even she's like, um, I don't even know still. Like she my mom don't even know. Like I'm wow. thinking, why didn't you ask them what's in the bag? Why didn't you like yeah. see what was happening? Yeah. How long were you in there for? Twenty days. Oh wow. Very long. What time. was it like in there? It's worse than prison. Really? It's like mental it's like mental prison. Okay. Yeah. Like what I've been do you to mean both by now, that? so now I understand like which like what is what. Prison it's not bad, but it's bad. Like, the conditions are bad, but at least you can actually... Not everyone's mad. People know their way around prison. Yeah. In the mental institution, everyone is just crazy. Like, they literally don't know what they're doing. And the medication just makes them even worse, to the point where they're so slow, they can't even think for themselves, so they can't even articulate their thoughts. Oh, wow. Like, when I first got there, no one showered. No not one, one showered? Not one person was showering. Every day, the whole place stunk. Like... People would use the toilets, they wouldn't flush the chains, so there was literally poo everywhere, there was wee everywhere. There oh was, my god. It was nasty. It's a bit graphic, isn't it? It's crazy. And there was like five different toilets, five different showers in the place, and not one of the shower doors were opened. They mm. were all locked. It was like it was like you had to unlock the showers. So I'm asking them, why can't I shower? They're like, oh, because nobody else does it, so why should you, basically? That's what they basically said to me. Oh, and I'm wow. like, what do you mean by that? I need to shower. And obviously, I got injected the first day I got there, so I fell asleep instantly. I don't know what they injected me with, but I fell asleep instantly. Okay. And then the next day, I just started moving so slow. Like, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't know nothing, basically. So they, you said they drugged you up. So what, do you remember, like, what medication you had and stuff? Oh, uh, it begins with a C and an A. There was three different types of medication. There was two, um, chisopam. I don't even know what. I like anytime everyone keeps asking you what the medication is called, and I but don't know don't what it's know. called. Like yeah. some next name, and then um a prif a That's the okay. That's the one of them. A prifazol. Yeah. Okay. It's like a antipsychotic, but a lot of people are telling me don't take them. They'll make you more crazier. Like mm. this is after the fact of me coming yeah. out. But whilst I was in there, they forced you to take the medication. If you don't take the medication, you get injected. Oh, wow, okay. So it was like every day, day in, day out, you're just taking medication, taking medication, and slowing you down every single time. Yeah. Do you know when you talk about this psychotic break, can you just like go into it a little bit more? Like what actually happened? Because obviously we don't know. All we saw is what you were doing on the internet and then you're being sectioned. And obviously the docs didn't connect for like the audience. So what would you say actually happened? Oh, so I'm saying this is the, the long story comes in, but I'll try to shorten it down as yeah, much as I can. Yeah, try. Essentially, ah, oh, where do I start? This whole the whole thing was like a like like it was weird. So basically, I was with my guys in it, and we must have started off in Mare Street. I remember Mare Street now, and I was doing a lot of sun gazing. So I was gazing at the sun, but I could do it properly, like to a point where I could gaze at the bright sun and nothing would happen. Yeah. Like, I was just looking directly at the sun and then it would turn into like a black ball. And I was, show I was trying to show my guys it, but everyone t every time they looked at the sun, they could not like, they just kept going like this. Like, I can't see. I'm like, open your eyes and just look at it. And nobody could do it. Every time I tried to stop someone, nobody could do it. So I was doing it a lot now and I was charging up the energy in a crystal. So I had, I had an obsidian crystal, but the crystal I stole from my friend. Well, he's not my friend anymore, but... That's Professor Skits, isn't it? See, I have been following your story. Professor Skits, he's a joke, man. Oh, okay. He's a joke, man. Right. But obviously, yeah, 
I stole it from him, innit? But he told me he was evil the day before that. Told you he was evil? What? I'm confused. Like, this whole thing is confusing. Like, I don't even know how to structure it properly. So let's go back to the day before I got sectioned. Okay. So I'm with Skits now, and we're walking down the road. He's told me he's evil. Right. And he's like, oh, I've never cried in my life. I always think dark thoughts. Like, I've always felt suicidal, this, that, and the other. He was just telling me bare, like, dark, weird stuff. And obviously, mm. I've had a conversation with him now, like, I know you my whole life, this, that, and the other, and you're just trying to tell me now that you're evil. Like, where does that correlate? And I've made him cry now. So he's okay. cried three tears. One on this side and two on this side. Okay. That's already weird within itself. Right. Now, I've gotten his crystal for me because he's given it to me now. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't do this crystal anymore. It's making me feel too powerful, this, that, and the other. So he's given it to me and... Now he's like, oh, I've lifted a weight over my shoulder, this, that, and the other. He was telling me all of this. And I've had his crystal now. Okay. His crystal was filled with negative So energy. you're quite into, like, spiritual stuff, crystals and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So his crystal was filled with negative energy. Yeah? Right. And we're now walking. So now this is the day that... No, yeah, this is the day before I got sectioned. Oh, okay. So we're walking. This is before he even told me he was evil. This is just when he told me that he's never cried before. Yeah. And this, that, and the other. So I've made him cry. And then he's like, yeah, I can't lie, like, I'm evil. I don't, I don't remember exactly how he said it to me. All right. I remember is him saying, yeah, I'm evil. Okay. Then he'd run into the middle of the road. There's a car coming at full speed. And he, I, like, I don't know what he was thinking then, but, I, like, you probably know what he was thinking. He tried to kill himself, basically. Because he's running oh. to the middle of the road, and the car's coming fast. And he stopped right in front of the car. Mm. And the car stopped, like, on a brake halt. Now, he screamed, I am evil. Yeah. Okay. He just screamed at Bell as loud as he could. And then I've, I'm, I'm just I'm just bare confused, innit? I don't even know what was happening. Yeah. So we're walking to my boy's house now. Yeah. It's like down the road. As we're walking, the sky just starts forming like red clouds. Only around our area. Okay. That's interesting. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, so can we it's bring weird. it to the day that... No, okay, okay. I'm getting there. Happened. I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. So now we've gotten to my boy's house. Yeah. And... The sky is still red. And obviously, I must have done a scream, a siren scream. Screamed as loud as I could off the top of like, my, like, my throat, innit? I screamed bare loud, like a girl screaming. You were yeah? screaming. Do I you remember screaming. how you did the scream? No. I just no? screamed. Like, I've never screamed like that before in my life. Every time I try to scream, I can't get the right pitch of screaming. But I screamed to the point of like a baby crying, like, like, like loud. And then when that's happened now, the sky is parted. The red sky is just parted mm. and it starts raining. Okay. Cool. Once that's happened now, Skits has disappeared. Okay. He's literally just disappeared. I've looked to the right. He was literally right next to me. I've looked to it now and he's gone. Where has he gone? I don't know where he's gone. I've asked my other boy who I'm with because he witnessed this whole thing because it's not just me losing my mind or hallucinating. My boy was with me, like a third party character. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this actually happened. I spoke to him recently. He was like, yeah, that actually happened. And it was a thing like, where's Skits gone? Okay. Where did he go? Apparently, he told so me. So was that the breakdown? That's. Sorry, that's, I'm trying to follow this story. Okay, it's a crazy story, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But that's the day before I got sectioned. Okay. Yeah. That's this. That, that, so that obviously, the leading up is basically you and Skits, and then leading up to now the day. So can we know about now that day, the day? What happened? Yeah. So it started normal, innit? it? Like completely normal. Like nothing happened really in the start of the day. I'm on the train now, going to Stratford. Okay. As the train, you know when it stops at Stratford, like just before it gets to Stratford, it stops for a brief second. Mm. And then it, so it stops now and it started again. 
And what I've done now is I screamed again. I don't know why. I just said, Do you know what? I screamed yesterday and it was bare loud. Let me try it again. So I've done it now and the trains just stopped. And then they've put on their tannoys, ah, oh, someone's pressed the emergency exit. Like, not the emergency exit, but someone's pressed the, you know the fire thing yeah. to stop the train. Someone's pressed it. That's what they said in the tannoy. But nobody pressed nothing. I just screamed. So, so I you think. You screamed again. That yeah. same scream from the day before. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when everything started, like, setting into action and moving weird. After that scream, after I've gotten off the train, my phone's got hacked. Okay. And now it's telling me to do things. Like, my phone was telling me to do things. Like, it started, like, I was going through my phone just normally, and then the screen would go black, but it would go light over something. That I, like, and to me, I was like, okay, let me press that, because it's light. It's the only yeah. thing that's light on my screen. So I've pressed it now, and it would go into some next thing called the Secret Covenant. Have you heard of it before? No. I'm going to send you the document of it, so you can pull it up on the screen or whatever. Okay. But it's a serious document about, like, basically how the elites run the world and how they inject us with stuff to make us, like, lose our memory and to kill us off, basically. And they talk about bare illusions and... That came up on your phone? Yeah. Like, and obviously I've searched about it on the internet. You can't really find nothing about it on the internet. Like, there's only one thing on the internet, and it's literally... Do you know those fact-check things, and they say, oh, like, this ain't real, or this wasn't... Do you know the Rockefeller family? Yeah, I know about them. Cool. So basically, apparently they made it. Right. But I believe the Illuminati made it. Oh, okay. This yeah. is quite deep. It, like the now, whole thing, this it? whole thing is deep. You know, I used to like is. growing up. I used to like be like obsessed with this whole learning about the Illuminati and like. Because I heard in one of your interviews you were talking about astral projection. I used to be obsessed with that. And then I realised that the more deep you go into stuff like that, the more it can really mess up your mind. So I just had to, like, take a step back. When you go down the rabbit hole, it's hard to come back. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I realised. Like, Because before I was going down that rabbit hole, before, I, like, when I stopped smoking, before I got sectioned, I was going down that rabbit hole. And then yeah. when you go down the rabbit hole, it leads you to insanity, basically. Yeah. That, that's, that's what it leads it's you to. It's the gnosis, isn't it? Like, trying to open your third eye and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that what all the stuff you were doing before, basically? My third eye was basically open. My intuition was open. My senses were open. Everything okay. was opened. Then, when I got sectioned and then they injected me, all of that got lost. Wait, wait we need to stay with the story. So, okay, obviously, story, yeah, story. you're in the coven. And then what happened? So, how did it end up with you being sectioned? So I've gotten off the train now. I've posted that on my story. I'm like, this is the skits experiment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was happening in it. I really don't understand it because I posted something on my story like, oh, not this is a skits experiment. This is a skits illusion. And then okay. I posted a secret covenant on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know why something just told me to post it. I also sent a random text message to a random person that popped up on my screen. Like, okay. oh, I don't. Let me think. So I've come off the train now. Okay. And the train Obviously people, take your time. the train people have come up to me. Do you know, like the train, like security yeah. guards, whatever they're called, they've come up to me and they're like, "Ah, oh, Mizzy, you can only go on the underground." Okay. Like, why are they telling me I can only go on the underground? Yeah. So they, they said you can only go on the underground and you have to go on this train right here. Okay. So we've gone on the train. There's me and my two boys now. We've gone on the train and the train's going fast, oh, like right. faster than the train's ever gone in my life. Mm. The train was going super fast. I've got a text message on my phone. This is the underground, by the way, so I don't know how I'm getting text messages. So this is why everything was a bit weird. Yeah. I've got a text message, and it says, it says, end it where it started. What? Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that meant, but then I realised what it could have meant. Walk to the end of the train. Because remember, do you watch that video where um, I went to the back of the train, basically? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, playing with yeah. the controls and that. 
Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I've seen that. So when I got that text message saying end it where it started, I was thinking, yeah, go to the bottom of the train where the driver's like yeah. places and then touch it. So as I'm walking down the train now, the train's going faster. This train was going at like 500 miles per hour. I swear down this train was going fast. Like, really? like even my boys, I asked my boys that day because my boys weren't under the um, psycho episode. It was just me. So my okay. boys were just like normally experiencing what I, what they were experiencing from their side, if you get that. Yeah. Like they couldn't tell what I was experiencing. But they said it was going fast. Yeah. They even said themselves like the train was going like extremely, extraordinarily fast. Okay. So now I've got into the bottom and I've touched it, like yeah. touched the door of the train and the train stopped mm. at the station. But how fast we was going, we should have got to that station like minutes ago. But this train was going for about five minutes, one stop. Yeah. And trains usually take about two minutes two to get to the yeah, stop. Yeah, of course. So this train's going five minutes now. And I've, as soon as I touched it, oh, we're at the next station. But the next station was not the station that it was meant to be. It was some next station. Mm. Like, it's like we skipped a couple of stations and we ended up in front of the station we were supposed to go to. We were supposed to go to Canada Water. It was at Stratford. You can get the Jubilee line, but they told me to take some different line. I don't know. I don't. They told you. Okay. Yeah, they told me to get on this train and so, stay on this train. Okay. So in terms of all this travel, so when what now led to somebody calling authorities or something? This, this this whole story goes on for the whole day. Like this, this, this I is. I know. Just the I morning. can imagine it's gonna this take a long morning. time. So let's just get the short version. So I've gotten to the place where I'm meant to go, Canada Water. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, we've gotten there now. Yeah. And I've had CMOS. Oh, you had CMOS. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I had all day. Like, that's the only thing, food or drink I've had all day. Yeah. Um, but it was made by my friend. So, who's even not my friend anymore. So, I don't know what was going on there. He could have spiked me in that drink. Because it didn't taste like CMOS. It didn't taste like natural CMOS. It tastes like bare artificial flavours and colour. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, there's a video I posted. This is the last video I posted on my social media before I got sectioned. I'm drinking a CMOS. And okay. Who gave you? You don't know which friend it was? It was DB. Oh, okay. Yeah. DBs with skits now, they're good. Wait, they're, is that like the one that you did the video with? <laughs> was it him that you entered the homes? No, no, it oh, wasn't okay. him that I entered That's the house fine. with. But it was him that recorded a lot of the videos of me like getting arrested and uh, other videos in okay. it that went viral on the news. Right. Cool. Let me think. Yeah, take your time. Now, I've drank the CMOS and I've got a podcast to go to at six o'clock. The time is about... I'm skipping way ahead now. The time's about 6.30 mm. and I'm late for this podcast. But I'm on the train going to the podcast and as I'm going back to the podcast, time's going back. Oh, okay. So it's, it's 5.30. Do you feel like that's just what you were thinking? No, my boy saw it as well. How, time went back. So you, you asked your boy? I asked my boy, what is the time right now? And he got out his phone and the time said 5.30 as well. And I'm like, but wasn't it just 6.30? Weren't we just late for this podcast? And then my man's texting me, the podcast guy was texting me, and he was like, oh, um, how long are you going to be? we got half an hour until the podcast. But before, he was like, where are you at? You're half an hour late. Oh, okay. Which podcast was this? Um, so basically, it wasn't even a podcast, but this was a, it was a prank on me, basically. So this was a prank store. He's a YouTube prank store, innit? And oh. he fooled me. Saying it was a podcast, but it wasn't even a podcast. He just done a prank on me, basically. Ah, oh, okay, right. Like, oh, it's so much. There's so much illusions in this yeah, whole story. I that, know. Like, that's why like I don't a... like explaining this story properly. Yeah. Because 
I can never get to the point where I have a set. Yeah, I think all we like, obviously, because I think it's a quite a long-winded story. Obviously, we don't have a long, like, a long time to go. So maybe just what led to them calling authorities. What, mm. like, just the end bit, basically. My mum called the authorities. Oh, your mum did? Yeah. So I've gotten home now. She sent me a weird text whilst I was at Stratford Station. Before I screamed, she was like, oh, um, you know I love you, this, that, and the other. I'll make sure you come home by 12 o'clock. She never sent me a message like this ever before. Oh. It was a long paragraph. So this is why you're out? Your mum sent you a message? No, mum. This is before I got in. This was whilst I was in Stratford. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is back before I even screamed. Yeah. yeah? My mum sent me a weird text. Say, make sure you're home by 12. Okay. And I said, oh, I'll always be home by 12. And once I said, that I, I always be home by 12, I'm on tag, innit? Oh, so my okay. tag time is 12 o'clock. Right. I said, I'll always be home by 12. The moment I said, press sent on that message, that's when the train started moving. I forgot to, I messed out that video. Oh, okay. So now, let's go back to where we was. I've gotten home now, and it's 11.50. Right. I've gone up the stairs, and my mum's moving bare weird. Like, she's moving weird, like, like she's never seen me before in her life. Okay. I don't know how to explain it, but I've gotten into the house. My mom was like, "Oh, turn off your phone. Turn off your 5G. Um, oh, it's bare cold outside. Why are you wearing? Why are you only wearing a top? This, that, and the other. And I didn't feel the cold at all. But this is part of the psychotic break because I was having hallucinations as well. So a lot of things that were real probably wasn't even real to me at the time, mm. or to anybody else. But they were so real to me. Okay. So now I've gotten home. It's 11:50, but the times jumped back again when my mom said that it's 11:30. Mm. So I've left the house now. I've run out the house. Mm. And I've run down the road. I've run around my block. I've just been running around my block. I'm thinking, wait, something's not adding up. Every time I go forward, the time's going forward. Every time I go backwards, the time's going back. Mm. So I've run around and around. Do you know how Superman goes around the world and then the world goes like fast and it spins and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I tried to do that. My mom's come out the house and she's like, this is what my mom said to me. She was like, you wasn't just running. You was running as like, you was running fast. Like, faster than I've ever seen anybody run in my life. This is what my mum said to me herself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the way I was running, I was actually there. Then I went, I ran around, and I came back in about a minute. But around my whole block. Oh. And I was running so fast. And nobody could stop me. Cars were trying to um, chase me down. My sister came. She tried to drive, chase me down. I'm literally running just against running. a car. And the car couldn't catch me. Oh, wow. So I don't know what was happening. There was definitely higher powers at play that day. Like okay. it wasn't just it wasn't just me. It wasn't yeah. just like an act of me. And and I think the Illuminati hacked my phone. You think the Illuminati hacked your phone? Okay. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Like okay. obviously that's happened now and I've gotten to the point where my mum's caught me now and she's brought me back to the house. Okay. So I've got in the shower and I'm just scrubbing off my body. Like I don't know, I must have had I think it was from that crystal, that dark yeah. crystal that he had. It was obsidian in it. And mm. it, it negates negative energy. But obviously, if you're a dark guy and you're charging up negative energy, it's just going to stay in that crystal. Okay. So obviously, I've stolen it from him. Okay. And I've had that crystal on me now. Okay. So, um, okay. Because I know I feel like I have to, um, like, guide the no, story. No, you have to. You have to. Yeah. So, obviously, now you, the crystal and then is then that moment that your mom thought, let me call the authorities. Or... Not yet. So which moment? Okay, we just need to know that moment. Not yeah? yet. There's still there's still a bit of backstory before that. I know. I, we don't then. have a long left. Okay, 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 cool. A long time left. I'm running around now. I've climbed over blocks. I've climbed over like bare stuff. I've run out of my house again. Okay. And I'm climbing over things now. Just bare stuff, screaming as loud as I can. I'm doing that same scream that I, I'm done earlier, but I'm doing it as loud as I can. Mm. And something, a bird came. It was like a phoenix. So uh -huh. there's a gold bird in the sky. 
Okay. I, like, this is what I saw. It was a good gold bird and it, like, cacoed yeah. back to me. Literally. Right. And then I'm on, I'm on a roof. I'm on someone's house roof. I've climbed to the top of that. I don't know how I got on their roof, but I was oh. on top of their roof. Wow. And that's when I saw the bird. So I've come down and I've screened one more time. I've pressed the bu buzzer of someone's house. It was 333. I remember their door number. It was 333. I pressed the buzzer and they called me a Baphomet. Do you know what the Baphomet is? That's like a demon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yo, I used to know all about this. This is all, I like, I recognize all this talk, and this is why I know it's just a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit, the it's a wide you, like, rabbit hole. The more you learn about it, the more it kind of messes up your mind. It's illusions. But obviously, now, um, I screened for that. Well, after I rang that bell and I, I literally said my name, I'm like, oh, my name is um, Bakari Bronzo Garrow. Um, I'm under influence by skits. I need help. Like, I literally said that. I remember saying that. Like, I remember oh. that bit. After that's happened, my sister's come, my mom's come, my other sister's come, like, bad guys have come, Jewish people have come, because I live in Stamford Hill, in it, so there's a lot of Jewish people around my area. Oh, okay. Jewish people have come, they started recording me, and police have come now. Ah. Oh. So I think the police were already called, but they were even searching for me as well. Nobody could find me. Right. So now the police have come, and they finally grabbed me. Right. Because I was going so fast, nobody could grab me. Like, okay. to me, everyone was moving slow. So like my sister tried to grab me. Like, my sister was standing at the door when I tried to run out the third time, and I pushed her out of the way. But yeah. to me, I dodged her. But yeah. to her, she told me that I pushed her out of the way. But yeah. to me, I dodged her. Right. And then now I went and grabbed by the police. They put me in handcuffs. Yeah, and I'm in the police car now, driving. Oh, so that's when they took you and yeah. then in. Oh, okay. But this is it goes deeper than this now because yeah. they've they've taken me now, and obviously I feel my skin ripping apart. You felt your skin ripping apart. My skin was actually ripping apart. I have, did I have, you, I have um, scars all over my body. That day, did you use any form of drugs or anything? No, any I had the psychedelics. I don't. I don't do psychedelics. No? I've only done it once, and that was months and months and months beforehand. So you were clear that yeah. day. And it was weird because it's probably I got spiked from the sea moss or the sun gazer literally charged me up. Mm. Charged me up to the point where my mind was operating at a thousand miles per hour faster than anybody else's mind. Yeah. So I could do things or think things that were ahead of the game. Yeah. And that's why I needed to get slowed back down. So I've gotten arrested now and they've not arrested. They, they, they literally just cuffed me Secure. and take me to the hospital. Now. Okay. So, but whilst I'm in the back of the car, I'm literally, my skin's all ripping apart. Yeah. Like, it's at, like I actually have scars all over my um, legs. So that, that reminds me that that actually happened. Like yeah. here, there's three. Can you see those three things yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember these three things. This wasn't there before, yeah? Mm. My skin was literally ripping apart and Joe was in place of my skin. What? Leafs. That's what you felt like or you no, saw? No, I saw a leaf, I, I saw leaves forming. Like my skin Could was- Could anyone else see it around you? I was in the back of the police car. Oh, okay. So obviously I'm in my boxes at the dressing room because that's how I stepped out of my house and it was freezing cold, yeah. but I couldn't feel the cold. Okay. So now, they're driving me, and as they're driving me further and further, it sounds like, it sounds like the police car is breaking down. Like, yeah. It, it sounds like the police car was breaking down. They had their red and blue sirens on, and, and that affects like your mind. Or I don't know, yeah. I, don't, I haven't done the further, but it does affect. The it affects, sound. Yeah, yeah, the sound and the colours, they affect a lot of things. Yeah. So now my skin's all ripping apart, and in place of my skin, leaves are forming, yeah. and like, my, like literally I'm there, I'm still screaming. I'm still doing loud screams. And the, yeah, I'm still screaming because I'm bugging out now. I'm like, oh wait, I'm in a police van. Why am I in it? Like, my reality's come yeah. back to normal a bit. 
But now I'm seeing weird stuff forming on me. Yeah, so and you have, I'm in like, the back of the van. Bare illusions were happening on my body. Hallucinations, whatever you want to call them. Like, nobody else saw them, so it may or might not have been there. But yeah. why is there all scars all over my body now? Okay, so, so people saw up. the scars. The scars are still there. I mean, I can see the scar right now. That's one scar, one but I'm talking about hand. on my legs. Like, there's literally, like, obviously, I'll just, I could show you, but I'm not wearing shorts, innit? Like, I'm only wearing yeah. boxes, so yeah. That's a whole other story. Like, I'm going to do an actual story on this when my head comes back into normal. Yeah. But it was crazy. So I've gone to yeah. the hospital now, and they've checked me, and they're like, you're fine. You can go home. Oh, okay. So how did you get sectioned then? If they so I've gone home now. Same thing's happened again. But... My sister, everyone's going slow. Everything's moving so weird. My sister's drove me back in her car. I've gone home. They're like, go sleep. Go. Everyone's just like to me, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I didn't go sleep. Okay. Because once I've gotten home, do you know what the time was? What time? It's 11 o'clock. Okay. Why, how was it 11 o'clock? After all of this stuff happened, why was it 11 o'clock? Yeah. Someone was trolling me. So now I'm going to my laptop. I'm going to search, um, I'm going to search something and it says tomorrow. There's a film called Tomorrow. I don't know if that film's even an actual film that happened. Mm. But on that day, it was the 17th of July. There was a film called Tomorrow. And it was coming out tomorrow. And it was about the end of the world. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't want to sleep. Because I was scared yeah. about what was going to happen tomorrow after this whole day of today. Yeah. Now... Sorry, I know. We have to go in this story. I know it's, it seems like a very long story. It's a very long story. So, cool. so I've gone back now yeah. to the hospital. Yeah, because I've run out of my house again. I've done that whole running around loop thing, screaming again. Mm. I literally repeated that cycle. Gone back to the hospital a second time. I'm like, oh, this is happening three times. I'll come back to the hospital, but I'm going to come back another third time. I said that to them. Okay. They let me go home. Second time. Third time this has happened now. And I've gone back to the hospital. And this time they've put me in a room by myself, like a cell okay. with a bed. And they keep telling me to go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah. I didn't want to go to sleep. So I literally stayed up as long as I could. So you basically handed yourself in and then they put they brought you in. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so that's when you were finally sectioned. They told me you're going to be sectioned. And okay. then I've literally took the sheets off of me and I've literally stood up and said to the camera, there was a camera there, I am sectioned. Oh, interesting. I thought, I thought like, this day is the weirdest day of my life. Yeah. Like, I've never had a day like this, like, with these events. And the events wasn't even said in the correct order. Once yeah. I said these events in the correct order, you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. Wow, like, this is actually crazy. It does seem very crazy. I mean, like, again, I have to ask, are you okay? Because I have to just make sure I'm coming sure back to his rally and coping. Like, literally, I've been, I've been great recently. Recently, yeah. I've been way better in it, yeah. But... There's just been a lot of events going on that I can't... Que uh, I'm questioning these events, like, what's happened to my stuff? Mm. What happened? What really happened that day? Like, yeah. What really, really happened that day? Because there's even people that were recording me. Mm. I went up to everyone and told them, record me, record me. Mm. Just just for the sake of having a video, because I didn't so know what could can, have happened. Yeah, capture everything. Yeah. So can I just say, do you feel like you needed that section in then? Because from this yeah. story, it seems like a lot happened. Yeah, I feel like I needed it, but I didn't even know what sectioning was at the time. So oh, when okay. me getting sectioned, it was a good but bad thing. Yeah. Because it literally blanked my memory clean. Yeah. But I think that was needed. Mm. Me to actually have a clear mind and actually know yeah. what I want to say and what I want to do yeah. in the future and in the present. And okay. not in the past. Not so, in the and past. your mum, would you say your mum, your family were okay with it as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think they knew that I was going to be sectioned though. Okay, because I can imagine... Because they left. Mm. 
they left now and I'm just there alone in the in, in the hospital basically. They're like, you're going home. They kept telling me I'm going home. I was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. They're like, yeah, you're going home. Bam. I'm literally in the section place, in, mm. in the ward. So on what basis have they released you now? Because obviously they've allowed you to leave. So... Even that, that's a bit of a blur still. Like, whole, whilst I was in there, there's a lot of blurs and a lot of question marks. Like, yeah. why did I cut my hair? And, like, so much different did things. Did you cut your hair yourself? I didn't cut it myself. Someone named John cut it. Someone in the home, in that men, well, the men. Not even home. a star. Someone that was, like, in the home, yeah. Oh, so one of, like, your colleagues, I don't know what you call them, colleagues or friends? Friends. Oh, okay. So he just randomly cut your hair? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the story behind why I cut my hair. Okay. This is what I'm saying. There's a lot of blanks, like yeah. a lot of big blanks. What I remember is they were like, because nobody else could cut their hair. Everyone yeah. kept wanting to cut their hair, but, and everyone had long like hair, but I was the only person that was allowed to cut my hair. They were like to John, because they were like to him, oh, what, you shave hair, in it?" And he was like, yeah, I've, I've done it before. And he just cut my hair. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I mean, I feel like this is quite heavy for you. So I want to move on from it. Yeah, that's just, Because, yeah. no, it does seem like quite Pull a lot. And do you know what? On the internet, yeah, obviously, when we all saw that you got sectioned, I saw people saying, yeah, he deserves it. And bearing in mind, no one knows what happened. We didn't know about all of this. And to think people were still saying, oh, he deserves it, da, 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 just because he did a couple silly pranks. I thought that was disgusting because me, I was worried. Like, I was like, oh, my God, he doesn't deserve to be sectioned because obviously we didn't know what happened. And mm. I just thought it was kind of crazy for you to wish a young boy, like, to be sectioned for, what, silly pranks. Everyone just likes to wish down on me, yeah. Like, they, 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 they treat me like I'm a stereotype of the youth, innit? Like, they want to treat me like I'm a stereotype for black youth. That's mm. what it is. Because, uh, do you see what happened with the Oxford Circus thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it like you got arrested because your friend organised this event and you well, were going My friend didn't organise no event. Oh, okay. Like, so what a random happened? person on the internet organised Yeah, explain that. what happened. But it was his birthday that day. Okay. The guy that's in the back scene, you can't see him. But yeah, it was his birthday. And we've gone to Oxford Circus to go cinema. This is like in the morning, this is not early. This is like one mm. o'clock, two o'clock. This event happened at eight o'clock. I've gotten stopped by the police and they're telling me, oh, there's an event today, so we're going to have to disperse you. They gave me a dispersal order mm. and they literally stopped and searched me because I literally just came out of sectioning. So it was mm. the next, I think it was the day after I came out of sectioning. Yeah. Or like a couple of days after. And I'm still monged off my head, basically. Like I'm still gone off the medication. I'm still, I still had to take the medication. Yeah. So, my eyes, my pupils were wide. Yeah. And the police officer was like, oh, are you doing drugs? And I'm, I'm bare slow at the time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my medication, but I didn't really say it properly. So they searched me now. They stopped and searched me. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're doing drugs. We have to search you for drugs now, this, that, and the other. Mm. They didn't find no drugs on me because I wasn't doing drugs. Yeah. Now they've dispersed me from the area. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can't come to Oxford Circus for 48 hours due to this event that's happening. And I've left straight away. Yeah. Now this whole madness has happened. People are punching up police. The whole craziness is happening. The next day, articles. <clears throat> Mizzy organised an event in Oxford Circus. Mizzy's That's friend. Crazy. Like, they literally tried to link the whole situation to Back me. Back to you. Do you know what I... Oh, this is the thing about... When this whole thing started, <coughs> you doing the, your silly pranks and stuff, I had mixed emotions because obviously I saw 
like obviously there were kids in the house and you were doing your pranks i was like very like outraged about it like obviously you deserve the punishment you got however i felt very protective over you because obviously i'm a i'm a black girl i have a little brother who's like he was around your age at one point and you're 18 aren't you yeah and obviously when i saw that i saw everything like playing out i genuinely just thought this is a young boy trying to figure stuff out you know yeah he's doing stuff that are a bit wild but he just needs some guidance and i've just always felt so protective over you and i felt like society especially when this happened it's kind of like they wanted you to fail like they want like they wanted to revel at the fact that oh yeah look at that young black boy um basically doing all this do you know what i mean yeah that's what they want to do because as soon as i came out of prison i literally when i came out of prison i checked my phone and I was on Wikipedia. So when I was on Piers Morgan, I came out of the um, courtroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I went on Piers Morgan. Then I got arrested like a couple of days after Piers Morgan. And then I went to prison for yeah. three days. It's like they just wanted to build an image. Oh, yeah, he's went oh, to prison. Yeah. He's done these bad pranks. He's done this. He's done that. He's a criminal. That's yeah. what they wanted me to be. Honestly, I got so much hate because I was defending you. When I was defending you, people thought like I was saying what you did was right. I was like, to me, it was just, I was defending you in the sense of this boy is making mistakes and he just needs good guidance to get back on the right path. Because I saw that you were a hungry guy. Like you obviously knew about content creation. You knew about outrage. You knew about how society likes to like <laughs> see stuff and you were trying to play on that. That's what I saw. But I feel like society kind of just wanted to just see this negative image of you. And I just felt like that was just so unfair. Like, especially Piers Morgan. Right. Piers Morgan, Talk TV. All these shows that you were invited on. There's so many young boys, young black boys doing amazing things. They don't get invited for things like that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, oh, yeah, he's doing silly pranks and they want to basically humiliate you, they're inviting you on something like that. I just felt like... That, to me, it kind of like, they just kind of wanted you to fail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Piers Morgan so basically unfair. played on a stereotype of um, crazy black, black boy. Yeah, what? What were you thinking as well when you went on Piers Morgan? More clout. Oh, that's that's the only thing I thought of. Like, I didn't even know who Piers Morgan was at the time. I actually just really? hopped on for the sake of, oh, it's the first TV, TV appearance. Let's hop on. Oh, so you didn't even know that no. he was going to... If I knew, I would have been way more prepared or I probably wouldn't have went straight after court because I wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. I was actually worrying about court and what the outcome was going to be for court. Yeah. Oh. I wish, like... See, that's the thing. I always felt so protective. Like, I wish I was around you or at least you had, like, guidance around you to kind of stay the right way. Because even when the, the prank basically went viral... Like, I, th I felt like you could have basically got the public on your side, like, if you just apologised. But I feel like at that moment, you didn't realise what was happening, that the fact that they were trying to paint a stereotype out of you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you were just kind of going with it, like, oh, yeah, con my content is getting seen, rather than, yeah, they're going to humiliate you. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What about your mum? Like, was your mum telling you, like, OK, you need to kind of not go on these shows or...? No, mum was loving it because revenue was coming in. That's, oh, that's really? what everyone cares about is money. So at the end of the day, like, I don't really care about money, innit? I'll just do my thing and I just live in the moment, innit? Money's not a problem to me. It's not a factor to me. But to everybody else, it's all about money, money, money. So like, my mum was just like, yeah, you're making money. This, that, and the other. It's all right. So your mum was okay with you going on Piers Morgan Talk TV? Yeah. 
Really? I mean, I feel like... She was laughing at the shows. Like, she, like, she, like to everyone else, it's just entertainment. Like, to yeah. some people that take it seriously, they take it seriously. And to some people that want to actually paint a narrative, they will paint a narrative. But to most of the average consumers, it's just entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I made it so it was entertainment. Like, I didn't really take Piers Morgan seriously. I was all just, like, defending my point, yeah. shutting him down. He was defending his point, shutting me down. It was just a back and forth game. I mean, obviously, when you go on someone's platform and they have a narrative, it's hard for you to get across. Because, obviously, you've got to think, it's Piers Morgan's show, and he knows his audience. He knows what they want to see. So he's going to paint the picture he wants of you. So in, you might have thought you shut him down, but the picture he painted was he brought this young delinquent boy on the show to embarrass him. That's literally what Piers Morgan like literally tried to paint. And I just felt like that was so unfair because they know that you're so young as well. Do you know what I mean? And like, this is another thing that I was even thinking. Um, I don't know if you know about the whole Lucy Letby situation. The podcast I was on earlier today, they, he mentioned it to me, but uh, it was about like, children, I don't even remember. Yeah, basically this woman, she's a serial killer. Like, I don't want to go into it, obviously it's quite deep. But obviously the news is uh, breaking, literally talking about the story and they're making this woman look like this martyr who became a serial killer. So she was a churchgoer. They put in pictures of her, um, like going to church, um, at school pictures, trying to like, basically make her look like a human and trying to find reasons as to why she's so evil. So they did this for a serial killer. But when they brought your story, they're out here trying to say, oh yeah, TikTok terror, prankster. Like they didn't even try to look for like ways to allow people to feel any form of sympathy for you. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're 18 years old. Like I do not understand how nobody thought this is an 18 year old kid let's go easy on him do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like even like the fact that you have a son yeah. i can't when i found out that you had a son i'm like why did they not even bring all this stuff in the news because why they wanted a, to paint a picture of the stereotype black kid and unfortunately you did kind of fall into that stereotype i think you made no, it I played, easy for I, played them. That, I played that the stereotype to be fair why did is that something you wanted to do or controversy souls that's what i always say you hate me or love me you're still gonna watch me so at the time, I was just playing at the... Con- I, I really don't care what people think about me. Yeah. And once you don't care what people think about you, you can't get cancelled. You can't cancel someone that don't yeah. care. But obviously you did care about that situation because you apologised. I apologised. I don't apologise. I, I don't care about apologising on social media. I apologise to the people the next day. And that's all that mattered to me. But yeah. obviously, the fact that my social media's got banned and everything was just happening in that time, yeah. I had to make an apology video. And that's the only reason I made an apology video. Because yeah. who am I apologising to on the internet? Yeah, I mean, your social media, is it still banned now? Because when you reach yeah. out to me and then I couldn't find you, so they're still taking it off you. They like to, like, I'll make a new account, they'll get well, do numbers, then they'll get banned. And then yeah. now, on TikTok, I'm literally just shadow banned. Like, my face is literally blacklisted on TikTok, face is blacklisted yeah. on YouTube, blacklisted on Instagram. The only place where I get good in, like, engagement on Twitter is even bad as well. Like, I'm literally blacklisted on social media right now. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the stuff you did do, it was quite a lot. And it's something that, like, we hadn't really seen people go that far with pranks. So I kind of understand why they had to make an example of you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I feel like it does seem like you would, you've been trying to kind of get back on the good path. And I have noticed, even like in your n- new interviews, even like the ZZ Mills one, like all the ones I've saw, like DMC Daily, you seem a lot more mellow and just more kind of wanting to just get on with your life and 
really just make amends and stuff? Would you say that's where you're at right now? Right now, I'm I'm still just a businessman I was when I was eight years old. I started social media when I was eight. So it's, to me, this is nothing new. Yeah. Like, I've, I've blown up numerous times. I've had numerous articles from beforehand, when yeah. like, like numerous controversies. So to me, it's just about what can I do next? And now, mm -hmm. I'm focused on the influencer side of everything. So I'm making more music. I've got boxing matches coming up. Oh, okay. So yeah, like... Well, I mean, talking about that, you've got two characters. So Mizzy... And Bakari. I've got three characters. Three characters? Okay, go TikTok into terror, it. Terror, Mizzy, and Bakari. So okay. I used to say Mizzy is me when I do drugs. Now that I don't really do drugs anymore, I'm more Bakari. Okay. Like I've been a lot more Bakari now. But okay. then the TikTok Terror is a new, a new appearance coming out very soon. Now that's when okay. I start coming into the actual influencer side of things. Right now I'm being Bakari and working on business and myself. Right. But once I do those two things, then I can become the TikTok Terror which is Bakari and Mizzy combined. Okay, so there's TikTok, Terra, Mizzy and Bakari. So, so, so Bakari is my conscious, Mizzy is my subconscious, and the TikTok Terra is my super conscious. Okay, this is interesting because you've got that philosophical side to you. So I'm guessing that's Bakari, that's you in person. So who is sitting right next to me right now? Is this Bakari? Mizzy, who is well, it's it? It's Bakari still because I'm just tired, innit? Like I would have, like, I would have actually had a set story for the everything, and I would have actually directed this properly. But I'm so tired, I cannot lie to you. No, it's like, fine. So it's been, it's, it's been a bit of a loophole for me. Okay, so we're gonna say this is Bakari right it's Bakari. now. Okay. It's a tired Bakari. Okay, tired Bakari, and then I know the person making the music. The, well, the song TikTok Terror is that the TikTok Terror? It's the TikTok Terror. Oh, okay. So it's also Mizzy. It's also Mizzy. So that's Mizzy and TikTok Terror. I have to say, you got 600k views on that. That's what, like, congratulations on that. Because mm -hmm. I can see that you're a very hungry person and you're definitely trying to move forward in life and just get your bag. And I, I think, like, society, they, like, they just want to put you in a box. But I see someone that's hungry. I see someone that has got goals. Because you going into music, that's... That's crazy. Like, what made you even want to go into music? I've been doing music since I was about 14 still. So I've got, like, songs that... I've got bare songs that are coming out. Oh, really? Like, it's not just I've just started music. I've got songs after songs after songs. It's oh, just it was just this moment you thought, like, it's the, the right moment. Time. Okay. You want to cancel me off social media, I could just hop on music. What, okay. what can you say then? I'm not pranking people. I'm not doing nothing bad. I'm not out here stabbing up people, shooting up people, yeah, or rapping well about violence. I don't even rap about violence. So they can never get onto me about the music side of things. And even with pranks, they call it, they like compared to other people that they like to push out, they like to push out these bad things. But me, I wasn't like the pranks. Some of the pranks were bad. The walking into houses was bad. But every other prank other than that, they wasn't even too bad. Like there was only there was yeah, there wasn't even too Do bad. Do you know what? As much as I don't agree with your pranks, in America, I've seen really bad pranks. I kind of understood why you did those pranks, but you kind of just took it too far because I've seen on in America, there's a girl that pulls up on people, like she's gonna fight them. Someone even pulled a gun on her. And I'm like, wait, how are people doing stuff like this? I even saw, I think his name is Price, he did this walking into random people's houses, but I guess maybe he did it as more organized. So maybe that's something you, if you want to continue your pranks, maybe like organize it, plan it, so it's not like. I don't even like... need to prank again. I don't really need to prank again. Oh, you're I not going to do that anymore? No I, I have thousands of videos now, and the point is that like, a lot of people haven't even seen them yet. 
Oh, so what type of video are you doing now? I have, I have thousands of old prank videos that will come to light eventually. And then people will have something to say, oh, he's back up doing pranks. But they're old videos. Oh, I haven't done a prank in five months. Because I have seen, seen like more pranks coming videos. out. And I'm like, wait, is he still back at it? Yeah. It's all part of the actual Mizzy experiment, not 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 the skits involved Mizzy experiment. The actual Mizzy experiment is me playing the game for what it really is. I really have. I've been doing social media since I was eight, so there's going to be so much old videos coming back up. There's going to be so much old stuff of me yeah. coming back into light because now they put me on Wikipedia. Now they put me on famous birthdays. Now they put me out there. Yeah. Now it's just about You're keeping the social media persona out there. Now it's just getting everything out there. So people yeah. can see me for what I really am because I don't have a lot of bad videos still. Like only the most recent ones. I can't like the videos I did see. Like it was like you walking into like Specsavers or something like. Yeah, the like back walking to the and... back of shops and all of that. Yeah, like you still doing all of that? I yeah. hope not. I don't have to ever again. I've got, oh, I've okay. Got, like, so you're just releasing those it. videos. I was the one who done it. That's okay. what it is. I was the one who done it. Okay. Like, everyone else that oh yeah, let me walk to this back of the shop, but no one will actually do it. I was the one who done it. Yeah. And I took that step in okay. the pranking world, essentially. Okay. I mean, please don't that. do more of that videos no more. Because obviously, I kind of, like, I just don't, I feel like I'm your older sister. Like, I just don't want you to get into any more trouble. Like, mm. I want you to win. I want to see Mizzy as this person, she even his girls, getting the bag that he wants, not getting in trouble. Because I feel like, obviously, the police are going to be on your case because they want to see you fail. They want... Mm. It on the headlines that Mizzy has done something else. The TikTok terror, they want to plaster it all over the news. He's done something else. So, like, I would just say, just do stuff that are not too heavy, you know? Like, it's still engaging, creative, because I can tell you're very creative. Mm. And just kind of just lighthearted. And if you want to do maybe a bit, push the boundaries a bit too much, maybe just plan it. So then no one can call the police on you. Well, that's what I've been doing, but they still call the police and I still get arrested. You know the video I was knocking down the things in the shop that was staged with the shopkeeper? The one where I walked into the house again, that was staged again. All uh... these videos, even if I stage videos, I still get arrested for them. Still goes on the news like, oh, Mizzy's been arrested. They love it. Oh, they love really? it. They love painting the narrative of, oh, he's a criminal. Like on my Wikipedia page, they use a video of me, they use a picture of me at, pri at the prison. Really? On my Wikipedia picture. That's so like, like from when they've done that, you really can tell like they're trying to make me seem like it's yeah. Criminal. But how are you gonna clean your image now? Because obviously, I know you spoke about you wanna go down the philosophical side. You wanna write a book, right? Yeah, right now I'm I'm putting that book on hold until I actually get my mind back together because I wanna write a book in a clear headspace. Yeah. But the more right now, I'm just trying to pattern the influencer side. Like right now, building up a, a good image will happen in due time. Okay. As I hop on more appearances, like I got some couple more TV appearances happening in yeah. term time. So when everyone's back in school and everyone's back at home and everything's back to normal, it's not summer holidays. Mm. That's when things will come into action. Right okay. now, I still got to keep in the spotlight without getting fooling off. I I don't say people fall off. You make yourself fall off. At yeah. the end of the day. If you put the work in, you can never fall off. Yeah, I feel like you're very hard working, and I feel like even. Obviously, I don't want to say you're hardworking to get to the whole prank stuff, but even the fact that you've kind of continued after this, like if that happened to me, I probably would never create content ever again. But you've obviously got that strength to keep going, doing like podcast appearances and your music. Like, I feel like we've got to like give you a bit of got music, accolades. I've got the music video shoot tomorrow for the next song. The next song? Yeah. And I got caught on the 24th. Oh, wow. And then I got a headline show on Sunday. Oh. 
Well, you're performing. Yeah, like there's so oh, much. Wow. Duh. So you're gonna perform your own song. Yeah. Oh wow! Are you looking forward to that? Yeah. Is yeah. that your first headline first performance. performance? Where's okay. that? In Manchester. Oh. Yeah. I'm actually so happy for you. Have you like prepared for it? Like how how do you think it's gonna go? How me do you preparing want it to for go? it is just me listening to my song and repeat. <laughs> <Is it laughs> like just getting the flow of the song and the rhythm and the melody. But I already have all of that because I made the song. Okay. But it's more of a now the vibes, the the everything because yeah. there's gonna be people and they're all gonna be in the audience. Like, gonna hey, oh. It. oh, I wanna come and watch you. You know, <laughs> I wanna come and like cheer on for you. But um, obviously you're getting a lot of hate on your song. Obviously, 600k, amazing. However, people are saying things like, oh, it's trash or it's rubbish. How are you dealing with that? Because... I don't listen to hate. If I listen to hate, I would have stopped social media when I was 11. Love that. No, I literally, like, I literally just post and come off. I don't even consume content like that anymore. Okay. That's so the problem you just with people. Don't they even... just scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, let me look at the comments. Oh, let me delete this comment. It's a hate comment. Uh, once you do that, you're not going to make it on social media. Everyone's yeah. going to hate. Everyone's going to hate at some point. Like, yeah. all you got to do is continue. Yeah. And then they're going to hate even more. But they're going to hate and it's going to turn into love eventually once you make it out. Make it out, like they say. Is that but what you're trying to do? I, I, oh, oh, you feel I, like you've already made I, I it? Don't really, I don't really care, to be fair. Yeah. I live in the moment. I live life. I just enjoy my life, innit, yeah? Like, you never know what can happen in life, but you always got to plan for the future. But planning yeah. for the future, to me, is making my present. Yeah. I'm not, not focusing on my past. They're trying to make my past. They're trying to make me this prankster. They're trying to make me this criminal. Yeah. That's the past. Yeah. They're trying to make it into present and future. Yeah. I, don't, I don't deal with all of that. I just live in the present now. Now it's like, what can I do from now to make myself go even further? Yeah. And not make it seem bad so they can paint the narrative of exactly. my past. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's on you to paint this future that you want for yourself. Do you know what that future is? Or you're just... <laughs> I mean, you're quite it young. Go, it could go many different ways, to be fair. Yeah, like it, could go, it could go many different good ways or it can go the bad way that they want it to go, but it's just not going to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, everybody thinks they get a bit of clout and do music. What do you think about that? Because personally, I feel like if you get a bit of clout in the UK, it's so hard to get clout. And I feel like if you do get that clout, you should make music. I don't see anything music. It's about doing any, It's a business, bro. At the end of the day, yeah. Even if the music's bad or good, and if you have clout, people are gonna listen. Some people are gonna listen to it. Some people are gonna exactly. enjoy it. Some people are gonna hate on it because it's bad or good in their yeah. eyes. Everyone has their own perception and perspective. Yeah. Like, I always say the same thing. I feel perception like you should just milk and it. Perspective. Mm. Yeah. Just milk it. What did you say? He said, just milk it. Just milk You're great. it. You're like his cheat leader. Milk it. <laughs> He's Slim Shady. He's Slim Shady? Yeah. What, you just said that because he's white? No, he's Slim Shady. <laughs> How is he Slim Shady? It's Eminem. He's Eminem, okay. Yeah. I mean, I did see the resemblance. What can I say? That's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's Slim Shady, right? <laughs> but yeah, do you know what I do agree with you as well in terms of you saying that basically negative news gets more attention. I do agree with you on that because I feel like in the UK, yeah, there are a lot of people doing positive things, amazing things. And I feel like they're not getting anywhere. And like, look at you, the stuff that you've done. Look, look how much press you're getting. Look how much, like, you're getting all these shows and stuff. And I feel like in the UK, yeah, there needs to start being ways of basically rewarding positive creativity. Do you know what it's I mean? It's never going to be like that. It's, mm. all, it's all the elite's game. 
Yeah. They, they'll never, they'll never push something that that's not fitting their agenda. But in America, we have like things like um, Ellen. I know, obviously, our show is stopped. Part, no, she's all part of the the dark side of. The, but the at least situation. she was rewarding positive things. So she was like, if it was like a baby that could sing, she would like bring the the baby into the show, and they would do like something nice. But I feel like in the UK, what like how, how many people that do you know that are actually getting rewarded for their work? It's all just dark. It's literally, it's literally about like what I said. It's about fitting their agenda. If it don't fit their agenda, they're not gonna push it. So what agenda do you think this is? It's a negative agenda. Like yeah. they like, they like to push LGBT. They like to push all this stuff that yeah. a lot of people are seen as no, nah, like you can't, that can't run. Yeah. Like to me, I don't discriminate in it. So if you're gonna do whatever you wanna do, that's on you. But yeah. they push those stuff ten times harder than anything else. Anything that's mm. good. Anything that's gonna bring a change, a positive change to the future mm. to our lives they don't push it they only push negative things they only push like i went viral the same time philip Crawford was doing his mad thing yeah that's another thing i saw the way that they tried to build sympathy for him i was like how dare you this guy is basically taking advantage of a minor and they were talk he was talking about they did an interview and they allowed him to say things like do you want me to die basically playing on mental health to try and gain sympathy but then with you no sympathy i thought that was crazy like he's done something evil let's not try to paint this picture that he's get some sympathy for him let him literally face the consequences of his actions like i said i made a video on him i was like literally i called him out basically and i was saying there's little kids around the world that love me but he's out here touching them basically wow and <laughs> okay i'm not involved in that i'm not going to lie <laughs> swiftly moving on um your hat explain because obviously a lot of people want to know why you wear this hat the hat is called a daddy cake daddy cake daddy cake what does that mean say it again daddy cake and one more time <laughs> Daddy cake. Okay, cool. It's a chant. You have to say it three times. I, I hope it's not like some spiritual thing. Like my hat. No, it's daddy chant. cake. You're making me say. No, it's daddy cake. Okay. So what does chant. it symbolize? What does it symbolize? It's the same way um, Indians wear turbans or Rastafarians wear a turban. Okay. So where does this like originate from? It was a gift from a friend. Big up, Cape. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you just kind of thought it's part of your look now, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, literally, it, it got bestowed on to me. Oh, okay. Do you not care about the hate you get about out here? Because some brings people... More, it brings more engagement. Is it? Okay. So That's you what just... Like, what hate? Bro? No, like, I get stopped on the road and like, where'd you get it from? <laughs> so a... real life and social media are two different things. I get stopped on the road and like, oh, but this is amazing. It's literally balaclava. Oh. I don't worry about like, balaclava, because... I've never seen that! Yeah, I don't worry. That's wear it. interesting. I don't wear it as a balaclava because, like. Do you know what that reminds me of? Have you heard of Lagbaja? No. There's this, like, Nigerian artist called Lagbaja and literally wears this, like, balaclava over his face and it's, like, basically patterns. I feel like when you just did it like that, you look like Lagbaja. You just need a drum and just. <laughs> yeah, research about him. Um, and also, this look, this. What is this? A lot of people on the internet, some people think it's like a mudra for anxiety. It's a mudra. Some... Okay, this one is a mudra for willpower. For willpower. I've been doing this a lot more, like, it's got the willpower. It's like a But you wand. do this a lot. This one, I don't really do this one anymore because, like, I don't need to, I don't need to pay power plays anymore. This is a mudra So was that power. a power play? Yeah. Did you get it from Andrew, from Andrew Tate? No. So what, because a lot of people thought it was from Andrew Tate. No, Andrew Tate does it a lot, but Donald Trump done it when he was running for the election. 
Ah, okay. It's actually just power, and it's a power play to get into a position. Oh, so you That's why do I've it done it power. a lot on TV and a lot. Like, this is where TV pose. Because okay. we're in an interview, willpower. This is communication. Yeah. And then there's bare different ones. This is also communication. Communication. Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to bother doing it. But I'll and learn it off it screen. It literally just connects your circuit, basically, your bodily circuit. Okay. It connects your mind to your body and soul. Right. So you learn this from all, like, your spiritual exercises that you do, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Meditation, all of that. Is it? And talking about Andrew Tate, um, I there was some news that he reached out to you. Tell us about that. Like, are you speaking to him? Is he mentoring you? So I've still speaks with the Tates. So, like, we have a group chat together, me, Tristan, and Andrew. Okay. Obviously, they're very busy people. So when we talk, it's always just short, simple, nice conversation, isn't it? Okay. Until I can actually be outside and then we're going to have a link up coming soon. Oh, there's going to be a link up for you and Andrew Tate? Yeah, man. That would yeah. be interesting to watch. Um, what are we going to see? Are we going to see a podcast with you and Andrew Tate? Yeah, a little something like a podcast, maybe some vlogs, maybe a little something in it. But obviously, Andrew and Tristan, they helped me a lot. Like, they reached out to me and they were just talking about um, myself and just like, because obviously they sense my vibe, innit? Yeah? They sense what I was on. So they were just like, stick to your values, stop smoking. They told me to stop smoking as well. But at the time, I even didn't even listen to them for that part. Oh, but okay. They were like, stick to your values, soundless hood, and just talk. But don't talk too fast. That's what I keep doing, is talking fast. fast. Because I have bare thoughts on my brain, and it's yeah. just whether the thoughts align with what I'm actually saying. Saying, yeah. And it's well, like, they're I mean, hard. We can't talk too fast now because we need to come to the end of it. Um, obviously, it's been really nice. Thank you so much for coming. I feel like there was a lot. I wish we had more time. It was quite, you're quite an interesting character. There's a lot to you. And I wish like the world would just see that you're not just this image that society's trying to paint. Like there's so much more to you. And, and I Deadpool. Yeah, and I hope you will actually show the world that there is more to you because you are interesting. And I would like people to see that. Do you have any final words? We outside. We outside. In the district, in, in the, the district, district guys. Time. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Please comment, like, ask any questions that you want to know. I know you're going to call me crazy. I'm insane. I'm insanity. You're all just sane. You're all just sane. Every single person in this world is sane. I'm insane. I'm okay. in, in it. I'm in the sane that you're sane in. Okay. Guys, please support the thing. Like, sub comment and subscribe. And please come back for the next episode. Bye!